I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hi, it's Leanne Spencer and welcome to an Insights episode of the Remove the Guesswork podcast. If you're new to the show, this is an episode where I record for 10 minutes or less to talk about something I found insightful or impactful or an idea I've had or I've heard or something I've read that I think can make an impact to you. And the idea is to deliver this in sort of succinct and punchy way. Now, I have talked a great deal about the book Lost Connections by Johan Hari, and I actually listened to him on a podcast by The Minimalists, which I'll link to in the show notes. And listeners will know I'm a big fan of Johan Hari's work. And one of the things he talks about a bit in the book is junk values. And it's something that I've been thinking a lot about, and I'm increasingly becoming far, even more distantly associated from what I would consider to be junk values. Johan Hari's a brilliant guy. Look him up if you're not familiar with his work. He's written a book called Chasing the Scream. He wrote the book Lost Connections, which I've spoken about. I've actually had a exchange with him on getting him on the podcast. And he very politely declined to say that he's he's saying no to everything because he's in the process of writing another book. And he has dropped off social media. So there's a good chance that's true. But I'm going to keep trying because I would love to get this guy on the show. But to come back to junk values, essentially what he's saying here, the idea around junk values, it's when we are valuing something that isn't worthy of being valued, it's material. It isn't deeply connected to anything that's important, you know, like um, purpose or meaningful work or nature or connection or any of these things. And I, in the last few years, have really started to change my thinking. I mean, when I was in my 20s, I was very flash. If you wanted a pint of cider in the pub, you'd get a bottle of champagne. I was more interested in, in material things, in, in the car that made a statement about where I thought I was at in life and so on. Not too badly around that, but I was definitely like that. Get to 30s and there's still a little bit of that debris hanging around. And since I've hit 40s, I'll be 45 in March, I've really become very detached from consumerism, from materialism, and and particularly so in the last year or two. And I think the reason why I think toxic values or junk values can be so harmful is the line of work that I'm in. The company I run, Body Shop Performance, helps or part of the business works with individuals who are burnt out, chronically stressed and burnt out. And one of the reasons that I think they are chronically stressed or burnt out is because they're in roles that are deeply unfulfilling, that are completely lacking in authenticity, that they get very little reward from except financial. And that in itself doesn't make them feel good about what they do. But they're in those jobs because they have a lifestyle and possibly a family as well that require them, or so they think, to maintain that level of income. So in order to have school fees, to have the holidays, the cars and all the material stuff, they need to be earning a certain amount of salary. And this is something that might ring true for you, if not for yourself, certainly for someone you know. I'm sure that you'll know at least one person who represents that. And 
when you think about it, the world is, is created and structured and set up entirely to reinforce the view that you need things to be happy. So all advertising will tell us you need to, to buy this product, wear this garment, wear this perfume, have this thing. If you want to be sexually attractive, if you want to be a good human being, if you want to be a good friend, a good employer, a happy individual, if you want to have meaning and purpose to your life, you have to have these things. And we know that's just not true. We know that actually that doesn't contribute to well-being at all. And rather, well-being is about connection to meaningful work, to purpose, to values, to nature, to connection, to helping others, to contribution, all these things. It isn't really linked to materialism, but that is what advertising suggests to us. And it does so from a very, very young age. Companies want us to spend money on their products and services. And therefore, they create these clever images and this clever storyline around having stuff equates to feeling better about yourself, to be clear about your status in the world and making sure other people are clear about that as well. And as a result, we're finding ourselves working in jobs that we're deeply unhappy in, acquiring things in our lives that require us to stay in those jobs and then getting to a place where we look around and think, I barely recognize myself. How did I get here? And how do I unravel this and untangle this now that I am here? Because it takes some courage. I remember somebody saying in a conversation that I overheard, if I don't do this job and we don't have those holidays and we don't have the things that we have, the status symbols, the house and the boat and so on, we'll have to get new friends. That is an actual quotation from what I heard. Pretty terrifying, I think. Now, if that's the case, then you're obviously with the wrong friends. They're not friends really. And you need to change your own values and your own views of yourself on what makes you an attractive person to be friends with. But pretty terrifying. But I don't think any of this is particularly unusual for a lot of people. I still have a nice house. Nice is very subjective. I love it. It's a three bedroom end of terrace house, but we've got things in it that I really value, not because of what they say about me, because what they they give to me. So something I absolutely love, for example, is our outdoor one man infrared sauna, because that's such a crucial part of my well-being. And there are so many studies to prove the efficacy of sauna usage on reduced risk of mortality and other things. We have a nice garden by which I mean I can grow vegetables in it. There's an area for sitting. There's an area to grow bee-friendly plants, for example. They are the sort of things that I'm more interested in cultivating than material possessions. And that makes me feel very good about things. I'm trying to consume less, to live more considerately and more mindfully and more sustainably. Now, I suppose the takeaway from this is I'd, I'd just love to hear what you think about it. I mean, it, we're coming up to Christmas. I'm recording this on the 3rd of December. Already for some while, there's been Christmas campaigns in the shops. We've just come out of Black Friday. Yesterday was Cyber Monday. It's all about buy, 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 bulk buy. Don't worry about whether you need this product or not. You know, if you want to be an attractive individual to the world, you need to have this watch on your wrist. These kind of conversations and messages are being sent to us all the time. I'm starting to turn my back on that. But what about you? I mean, does this bother you? Do you think living more mindfully and considerately and sustainably is a central part of well-being? I'd really welcome your thoughts. So this is one episode where I'm really encouraging you to feedback to me, if you will. Email me, leanne at bodyshopperformance.com. Better yet, let's get a discussion started on social media. Comment in the comments box. Tag us on Twitter at bodyshoppt. Tag us on Instagram at bodyshopperformance. Jump onto the Facebook group, which is Body Shop Performance Limited on Facebook. And let us know what you think of this. Share the episode as well, if you think somebody needs to hear this. And 
and leave a rating and a review for this episode in particular on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'd really like to get a conversation going around this one because I think junk values, we need to get rid of these. We need to reconnect with what's really important to us, to meaning, to purpose, to good solid values that are based on connection, not disconnection. Having things and thinking that's important is about as disconnected as you can get. So that's it this week. Like I say, please feedback to me on this. Let's get a conversation going around junk values. I will link to that minimalist podcast featuring Johan Hari that I've just finished listening to. And I think that's that's pretty much it. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate that. And I will speak to you next week. All the best. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.